The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit LowTreeStudios.com. From Low Tree Studios, this is the Fine Tunings podcast where we serve a double shot of success, two ounces of comedy, and garnished with a pop culture twist. My name is Jason Galbraith, and joining me is my co-host, Nicholas Humphrey. What's up? What's up, Nick? And also, we have special guest, Lenny Grafeo. How's oh, everybody? We're great. How are you? I'm doing great. That is good. We got, the, so Ita- excited. We got the Italian stallion. Yeah. There, you know what I'm saying? This fucking guy. This sounds like we got a Sopranos member on the podcast. It's pretty awesome. Exactly. So as you know, uh, don't if, even go there. <laughs> if, if you've listened, we 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 try to bring a guest on who who we think can can talk a little bit about success and other things and some really cool stories. And usually they're they're local heroes. And uh, Lenny is the owner of Fresco Two and Raven's Nest currently. Yes. Anything else well, you own? My daughter and my kids own the Raven's Nest. I just put it together. Awesome for them. I built it for them. What what oh. a, what a guy. Oh, what a, he's what a, a good dad. dad. Uh, so today we're going to cover success stories like we typically do. We're going to go over some failure stories. I don't know if Nick has a being dad story. Um, I have a being dad story, yeah. Actually, it happened right before coming here. I texted you about it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, being married, we talk about that as well. So you might have some tips. You've been married oh, yeah. for a little 32 while. 32 years. Oof, July yeah. 2nd this yeah. year. So we got to Leah is out. awesome. She'd be just as much of a funny personality on the show, too. Yeah, if you're listening, got, Leah, we love you. Yeah, she has more of an accent than I do. That's true. <laughs> And of course, we've got trivia and we will feature our local musical artist. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. What's that? I have to go head to head with Lenny for trivia. You do? Yeah. You'll I'm win. pretty shitty. Yeah, I'm pretty shitty at it. We'll see who we yep. can make a competition for who's shitty. Yeah, he's Thank, not. Thanks he, for inviting me too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick is not good at the trivia. Uh, last week, he got destroyed. Yeah. But the I, there's podcast. been times where I've been good. Like yeah, with yeah. me and Brian, it was okay for a minute there. I didn't get destroyed. No, it was a close game. It's better when it's a close game. It's more entertaining. So thank thank you for joining us, Lenny. We appreciate it. Um, obviously, you're you're the owner of Fresco 2. I know you've done other. You had a Fresco 1, and then you also had one in, in, uh, in Oxnard. Uh, I had... Uh, one in Oxnard, I had one in Ellen 20th. We started that in 1999. Yeah. So you've been an owner for a while, but you've also, interestingly enough, held down a day job at one of the major aerospace companies here in our, our local area. Uh, we both work for the same company. I, I I think this is this is one of the questions that I want to discuss. And of course, we're going to d- discuss a lot of this stuff as we go through the podcast, too. But we'll get some questions right out of the way. Um, I owned a, a business while working. I found it tremendously difficult. I don't know how you've done it all these years. So my first obvious question is, how have you been able to balance being a full-time worker, uh, probably more than full-time, uh, and also owning a business. I know you're f- it's a family affair, so I'm sure right. you had help from family, but still, that can't be easy. It's a, it's a what? How, it's, a, it's a family affair. There we go. Okay, this is the deal. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm I fucking didn't sleep done. for like 35 years. <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'd get up at 3.30 in the morning, go to Northrop by 5, because I don't move too fast anymore. <laughs> and uh, I worked till 3.30, and I'd be there by 3.45 to cook in the kitchen. Wow, and I've done that for twenty-two so, years. So you cooked? Were you were you the were you the cook? Were you, I mean, is well, that? Well, I tried other people, but yeah, he really I am does. The, I'm the guy that you could count on the product being right. Yeah. Now my daughter Amalia is the one that's doing it right. Now, doesn't your wife also? Yeah, Leah. Cook? Leah is uh, was my backup for many years, but I'd always want my wife to take care of 
other things and be a wife and make sure the kids are good because I have four children too. Wow. And I kept, wow. her, I kept her home for uh, 14 years straight. Wow. And wow. held that job. And I was on the flight line for the B2 for 14 years straight, seven days a week, yeah. plus the business. And I don't know how you and, did it. And managed yeah. to, you know, it's like a triple beam with wives and kids yeah. and business and Northrop and- And all of the kids are awesome. Yeah, they're all strong street, yeah. street kids and- Strong yeah. personalities and hard workers. They're hard workers, because if your father's a real hard worker, guess who you're gonna be? They're gonna be a hard worker. It's hard to be weak when you got a hard, hardcore guy like yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I hope you have a, a, maybe if you can think of something now, obviously don't let it interrupt, the, you know, obviously why we're doing the podcast, but think of being, you know, a good being dad story, because that's kind of, I like that alluding to that, you yeah. being a hard worker means you're going to have kids that this are is what i see with that workers. if you're a, a great father and you treat your your wife like gold mm -hmm. and you never think of yourself and they see how you treat your wife that you always mm. last on the list that's i got three daughters and a, a son that's who they're going to be looking for a guy like me that never was a spoiled brat and always kept her on the pedestal as the queen Oh man, that's yeah. that's great advice. Leah's I love that. Awesome too. There wasn't a time where we would play uh, "Don't Stop Believing," uh -huh. and if she oh, was yeah, in your yeah, shot, yeah. Oh, yeah, Isaac, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac never got karaoke. to sing it. Yeah, yeah, Isaac never got to sing it. If Leah was in airshot, yep. she could be in the back of the kitchen. She'd run up. I get remember. Small town girl. I remember. Uh, oh, yeah. Our last gig, I saw you guys at, at Fresco too. Oh yeah. Uh, that 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 very thing happened. Yeah, and I, it was so funny because <laughs> beginning of the night, I think it was like a bad service uh, kind of like night, or not bad service, but just there was something like that was just irritating her with the kitchen because she was kind of in a. Ah, I got too much shit going on right now. Kind of bad mood. As soon as that song came out, I was like, I fucking love this song. And ran straight out and fucking sang it. She was in the best mood for the rest of the night. For uh, shit, 32 years I've been hearing that song. Yeah. I'll usually put earplugs in. When oh, I hear yeah. that shit. So one thing I do want to Which say about, about Lenny, oh, yeah. too, is, uh, and I, I'm sure Nick can attest to this, is, you know, I've been in bands and, you know, there's not a lot of places to play out here. And, and you, you've provided that for, for bands out here. And I, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, several gigs I had where we were interrupting the customers that just wanted to go there and eat. I was, in, I, was in, I was in the country band, uh, Cheyenne O'Dell's country band. Okay. And I don't know how many times we're playing, and, and it's like, oh, you guys got, can you play a little quieter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're in the bar area, which is yeah. pretty close to where the, where the yeah. seating area is for the restaurant. Um, but I, I appreciate that. I actually, we actually played in Oxnard as well, so wow. I got to see that restaurant. That was beautiful. Yeah, it really was. It was. So. It's a shame I had to close it because I had a, a real dirty landlord that tried to screw the Graffio family. So what I did was gut it took everything. Yeah. Four 40 foot containers of equipment. He thought I was going to leave and I put everything in storage and I built a raven's nest with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't, me don't mess with the gangster. Oh, Lenny, know. the gangster. <laughs> Lenny, yeah. Lenny, Lenny, <laughs> Lenny's so funny. He'll come up with the beginning of the say, he's like, Hey, just make sure you play quiet. Cause if that fucking snare drum's too loud, I'll just unplug the fucking thing. And I'm like, Lenny, <laughs> you, you can't, can't unplug, unplug a snare drum. He's like, are you arguing? I don't hey, fucking care. Listen, I'm known, <laughs> I'm known for unplugging. Bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, I've known for, for if I say something like that, he just starts laughing. He goes, "Don't fuck, fuck with me right now." 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but me and Nick are old friends from way back with Isaac and all the boys. They know me for being a straight shooter. And oh, yeah. I'll tell you to your face, not behind your back. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're going to get into that. all that later, yeah, too. Absolutely. Isaac, uh, you know, because I'm hoping he's listening, but he's he's really on fire. Uh, so now we'll at least leave the fire story God for God bless later. Isaac. Yeah, oh, so yeah. we'll reference, we reference Isaac a lot. He's obviously a really, really good friend of ours. <laughs> We've been in bands with him, and uh, he's just a good dude. He's the guy that... Uh, when he showed up to play in Tramps and Stereo, he showed up to play bass in Tramps and Stereo. Thank you for continuing. Was like, hey, uh, I've been here before yeah, to, my, he, to my house, which is really, really here. strange. I, I guess his uh, his mom was friends with the previous owners, so he'd been he'd been at this house before we ever. I worked. love his laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's you can always a, find him in any bar. It's like a, a that laugh, air you know that front yeah, from he's, a mile away. He's oh, yeah. one of the best dudes. So I want to ask you this. Um, well, actually, we got to get to get tuned. Oh, my, we got to get tuned. My apologies. He's it's just, he's just so interesting. Uh, yeah. I just said make mine a double, and I'm on a diet right now, so just put a splash <laughs> of pineapple juice in it. <laughs> All right. Shake the shit out. Nice. So this is so Nick was telling you before we started that he writes jingles okay, okay. the songs so for the segment this is what he's talking about i scared right i scared callie with this one. Oh yeah i'm thirsty gonna make some cocktails on the podcast gonna make some cocktails baby that's cool time to throw some back yeah that's nick uh, so we, we both do that though. I, I've done it for my, the other podcasts that I'm on, oh, but, yeah, but Nick's, Nick's def, definitely got the talent. He the question of, of the podcast was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So those are the jingles. What are we drinking? Lenny recommended this. Okay. We're having kettle one and pineapple juice. It's a well-known drink of mine for my family. And we had it uh, when we did jazz brunch all the time on the menu mm -hmm. to have a, with the egg white almond and a. Lenny's breakfast drinks, they'll twist your sneakers really quick. <laughs> yeah, that was a generous pour of uh, vodka there, pal. You're welcome. You're not going to stir it? Use your finger, man. It's okay. Oh, right. my goodness. Uh, Eli's uh, in the chat. He said, fuck yeah, daddy. That's his favorite part about that, that jingle. Well, that's, that's Eli's saying from what I hear. Yeah. Well, Eli's yeah. a co-worker of Nick. Yep. Uh, that's pretty tasty. I will say all I taste is vodka but that's good but that's fine <laughs> but i'm fine with i that. made it the way that lenny wanted to made i am because he said it's that. lenny's breakfast drink so it's a quadruple yeah so pretty much. i, I want to start with some success um and and it really comes off of oh yeah stir it up a little bit oh. buddy uh, it comes mine. it comes off of a, a little bit what i was saying like knowing you and how long you've been a business owner and also uh someone who's work works for a I'll say it, a very high demand company that we work oh, you for. you got that right. A lot of pressure, very important work that we do. How how were you able to balance it? What What's your secret to success in balancing it all these years? I always treated my employees with total class and respect and always asked them if I could do anything to help you and did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, always said thank you. When I wasn't around, when I was when I was on board, I always said thank you to them too. But I was the one that was making sure the shit was at, out yeah. on time. Did you find that being that that kind of a leader uh, allowed you? I mean, I'm sure you got bad apples along the way at some oh, yeah. at some point. But do you think that it, that helped getting the type of people surrounding yourself with the right type of people so that you could manage a business from afar a little bit? I've had some bad apples. I know I need to, I need a piece of paper to write down their names, <laughs> but I always showed them respect. And I'm the type of guy, you screw me once, I'm going to remember it for at least 20 years. 
So <laughs> at least twenty. Yeah. yeah. So and my wife always did the right thing too. Showed a lot of love to the crew and always said thank you. And they always people always want to hug. You know, the girl always hugged me, say thank you, Lenny. Yeah, nice to see you because I got a big heart, and I always try to make the restaurant and everybody that works for me successful. If I make money, they make money. Yeah. And the product is unbelievable to this day on both restaurants that nobody could touch my quality. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say that's true. You're, you're, the the food is amazing. Uh, the service is, is is amazing. The restaurants are always really beautiful. I haven't been to the Raven's Nest yet. You're gonna love that place. That yeah. place is like uh, looks like a castle, and it's got like a gothic theme. And the menu is completely different than Fresco. That's what the kids wanted to do. And I was a little nervous about that. I'll be honest with you. I love it. But the younger crowd and middle-aged and older people, they dig it because it's in a residential neighborhood that they really needed. It needed it bad. And we did it. Those kids are tough, man. They did. uh, It's They're going on there. The The food and the service was outstanding. Third year. Wow. And it was quick. It's It's hard to make it past two. It's hard to make a year. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, and especially no. especially one of those three years was last year. Oh yeah, but yeah. You, know, right. so, you know something? What they did was they stepped up. They started <clears> doing <throat> a lot of to goes. The food. They started doing cheese boards with <laughs> in pizza boxes to go, cocktails to go. Oh, I shut my place pizza. down. I shut my place down for three months to renovate it because I said my door. It was raining out one night. And when we and it, all that all that happened, the, the virus hit, and my wife go. We tried doing two goes. It was so depressing. So yeah, I bet my, I needed to I needed to renovate because it was like ten years into the building. So I needed to do the floors and paint and stuff. So my wife goes, "Why don't we just close this restaurant down and let the, and give all the product to the kids and work out of one restaurant?" And that's what we did. I shut it down for three months, renovated it, worked at every day till about midnight. Didn't miss any work. And then uh, we reopened to go, and then the, the gates started opening up a little bit, and then, and then we did the outside dining. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a freaking nightmare. Yeah. Did you feel like uh, this last year, as far as being the nonsensical dumpster fire that it was, was also a good learning opportunity or teaching opportunity for the kids as far as the business? Exactly. And yeah. You could see what you could really so they put. They bonded all together, and they made it work. And, you know, I did, I did a lot, yeah. too. I did a lot to help them out, too, and... We all work together, and I'm really proud of my family for doing it. You should. Donovan in the chat says the in-laws love the nest. Hi, Donovan. Meh. Good. Well, what what not to like. That's true. The place is beautiful, and uh, they drove me crazy to do it, uh, realtors and the the Lane family, because that's all they wanted. They wanted the Fresco family to do it. Yeah. And I wasn't going to do it because I was going to do this big harbor restaurant on the marina of... of, uh, Oxnard and Channel Islands, and I was balancing both of them, both deals at once. And then I said to the guy, "No, I was going to do three of them in that shopping center." Yeah. Mm. And then I go, "No, let it happen. I'm doing this marina thing." And then the marina thing went sour. And then I kept on doing, building that, and then it went sour. And I said, "I'm glad I did what I did." Yeah, some things work out. Courtsill, West Lancaster, really needed a, a place like that. For sure. I, everybody's kind of tired of driving far away to go to a nice restaurant. And Catherine, Catherine had a dream with Amalia. Amalia is a next level chef than me. So these are your two daughters. Yeah. Yep. And Lenny is the main waiter of, of that place and son. the manager. And he does all the social media. That's so cool. Unbelievable kid. 
very strong-minded, and he's named after me. I have two kids named after Get me and my town. wife. <laughs> Get exactly. the fuck out of here. And I have one named after, <laughs> my oldest is named after my mom that passed away, God bless her soul. And my my mother-in-law is, uh, my second daughter is named after my mother-in-law, Angelique, that also works at Northrop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I do. I know her. Yeah. Uh, one of the most my, awesome my wife families. works in the same group as her. I also like she how Fresco too is a time trip. machine. Because every time I say I go, I'm going to go there for five minutes just to grab food or whatever, mm-hmm. four hours later I walk out and I'm just like biggest smile. Nick, on how my about face. the last time we hung out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say me and Isaac went to go pick up to go food. Maybe and, up five hours. Yeah, I, I texted Callie and I was like, um, <laughs> "Yeah, we're talking to Lenny." She's like, "It's fine. We'll see you in about two <laughs> hours." We had a bunch of alcohol too. Well, that. yeah, and this guy the only the only thing I maybe that's bigger than this guy's knowledge of food is his passion for it. He just walks us through the kitchen. He's like, hey, see this fucking thing right here? This slice of fish? You can't get this slice of fish anywhere else. This is one of the best fucking slices of fish you're ever going to get. Wait, wait, how many times did I say fucking one second? I don't know. It's, it's fantastic, though. It's one of the best things. And I just sit there laughing because uh, it's great. interesting, but at the same time, he's just like, you know, and this, you try to have, here, have some right now. Put it in your mouth. You like it. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, you literally go back there and you just sample everything and you oh, walk see, away. Me, like, I would just uh, say, open your mouth and put the fork down your throat. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. Uh, uh, I love the name Raven's Nest. It is sort of symbolic. Like we have a lot of ravens out here. It's yeah. it's really a and that uh, sign cool came movie. out really good. This yeah, guy, the sign guy. It's so funny too because that particular shopping center, there's no creativity until that one corner, and it's just like is, it puts everybody to shame. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, and I didn't want you know I went to other sign companies and they gave me drawings and I'm like no, yeah. And then my daughter, I had my daughter run it and she goes, I don't want that. I go well. And then there's an old friend of mine, Roger turned me on to the sign guy yeah and he works you know he works in his house out of his house very artistic man that's and that's what we did it wasn't cheap yeah but it was it's beautiful uh ashton in the chat says hello all hello ashton hello. so we're live obviously uh this is a um you know fine tuning podcast where we kind of bring someone local yes. from our local area and chat with them a little bit and today we've got lenny it's so fun i'm enjoying this fun. podcast I mean, for me that too. reason of course you are i'm here that's so, fucking true. That's, that's <laughs> no, you're fucking a good true. fucking guy. <laughs> so let's get into Nick. Let's get into a little. Do you have a success story, Nick? Yeah, I do. Let's I got everything done I needed to today. Let's um, let's talk about let's talk about your success story a little. Well, bit. Um, I mean they're different every week. So let's yeah, talk about it's, a it's been a very it? busy week. It's involved a lot of time management today. Mm-hmm. For instance, obviously we're having the podcast a little early because mm-hmm. I have rehearsal after that's this. Right, mm-hmm. getting ready for a gig on the third. Coming to Fresco um, too. Our yeah, <laughs> I'll just fucking forget everything I was supposed to do. Um, but I had a bunch of stuff to do today, and I was I was up a bit late last night and didn't really feel like doing much today, and I still managed to get everything I needed to do. Because uh, Callie's job is a uh, parasite of just time. It just, she has none. Yep, you told they me ask that. Her, mm-hmm. Yeah, they ask her to work overtime like three weeks out of the month, like on the weekends. It's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. So I'm stuck with... My 410 schedule, which is awesome, on my Fridays, I have to do now stuff for both. It's a work day. So I had to stop by the post office today and return a dress. That's what keeps you married. Yeah. (laughs) And and women love that shit. And I had to... uh, But the thing I'm most happy about is that I got... uh, Because I work uh, for, you know, water treatment and I'm over on 65th and N, I I got to get my daughter uh, transferred from Lancaster School District to Westside Union. Good. So I'm, I know I'm so happy about that. And it's been late on the ball because I'm not used to doing all this stuff and working and doing the band stuff. But with her off the plate, there's no possibility that it's going to get done otherwise. Yeah. So, so I was you're... super stoked today when I was like, so because I, you know, first kid, this I don't know how this stuff works. So I'm like, 
So does this mean it's approved? They're like, yeah, we just got to process it and whatnot, but she's no longer going to be a student for Lancaster School District. She'll be in Westside. That's, that's good. Awesome. That's why because I moved to Westside yeah. a long time ago. That's our plan, but better, because I work schools. there, that's like valid reason. I'm like, all right, sweet. So you said you got it all done. That's awesome. Now, are you a list guy, uh, Lenny? And you guys can both ask this. Are you, are you a list and then you work your way down the list or is it all in your head? It's in my head. My wife usually texts me everything I got to do. Nah, yeah. That's smart. You know, and, and uh, it's the truth, man. You, it, being a father, I have four children. And one kid, my wife was always good at being a mom. So I, I made my first daughter on my honeymoon. Mm. So 38 weeks <laughs> after my honeymoon, Catherine was born. And my mother, my wife, excuse me, my wife is a natural mom. Mm -hmm. she's really good at it so after that i seen the first one come out i go i gotta have another one yeah so i got a pregnant after one year with the baby the first baby so oh, i just yeah. kept on going uh, uh, uh pay leon in the chat says uh, i had two bowls this morning one was cereal don't know i don't know what you're talking about yeah but that's uh, awesome yeah oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not really related to what we're talking about, but that. But thank you for sharing. We appreciate that. <laughs> I understand uh, what she's saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am a list guy. I got to do. Uh, my wife is too. Uh, lists work for me. That help, they help me succeed in, in the world. Yeah, you know, I just work my way down the list. I, don't I do when I go list. shopping. Yeah, that's yeah. about you it. You know, one yeah. of the, one of the things my wife said and always thanks me, and that's why she loves me so much. I always because my parent, my the grandparents were in New York, and I always sent my wife when the kids were small away for like the whole summer or whenever they wanted. And, you know, and they really appreciated it. My wife always appreciated that. Now 32 years of marriage, she really adores me. I mean, I'm still a pain in the ass, but she really does. Oh, yeah. That's great. And you got to make sure that the woman is happy and so they could show the kids to the, the, her parents. Yeah, that's very, awesome. Very important. Yeah. And on nights when it's been his birthday and he's just – hilarious uh for celebrating and whatnot she's taking care of the restaurant so he can have a good time i've been there for that oh yeah me and isaac were talking about it. you can always tell how much lenny's drank when you can see how many buttons are undone <laughs> well, my 50th birthday party yes my 50th birthday party was an amazing party and uh i came in and i go wow this is a hell of a menu i go what are we getting for a head for this menu and she goes oh i really figure it out i go get him on the phone <laughs> but the party was for me so what they did was, because I was snooping around, they put uh, tablecloths on the windows of the banquet room of the first place. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Nick Jones from uh, Happy Hours. We had Nick on the came, podcast. Came in, and I'm cooking my butt off. Mm -hmm. And he goes, hey, uh, I can't even consider him my little Italian kid, too. And he goes, <laughs> hey, you really need, I'm cutting halibut. And he goes, you need really need to see in this banquet room. You got to see this. And I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, no, you need to see this. I go, what do I need to see? And he goes, Lenny, please come with me. Stop cutting yeah. the halibut. <laughs> so I came out there with an apron, gloves on. I opened the door and there was like 80 guests in black suits and white shirt, black and tie event mm -hmm. done up. And they said, surprise, freaked me out. <laughs> and like before that, I was telling everybody, is everything out? Everything fucking out, <laughs> and they're looking at me like you fucking asshole. It's for you, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, when I came out, it really was cool. a big impact because it showed pictures of me when I first started out, and oh, the yeah. kids were small. And it really means a lot, man. Is what they think of you when you mm -hmm. get a little older. And I was fifty when that party went down. And it was, I, we were so destroyed. It yeah. was like she goes, the bar is open, and I'm going well. Well, 
please. Well, <laughs> well, I would go up to the bartender. It was J- Jake. Oh yeah, I was the bartender, and I'd go. Hey, I need uh, twenty-one shots of Patron. <laughs> and uh, there goes another button. And then I'd walk. O- <laughs> then I'd walk away. But if you remember, it was a reggae band there. Oh and yeah, I didn't even have a shirt on. Oh yeah, doing that reggae shit. No, dude. Yeah, he it was, was a hell of a party. A hell of a party. Cool. And I woke up the next day, went to the restaurant, and it was no alcohol. Gone. <laughs> Drank everything. Everything was gone. Wow. But would I do it again? Absolutely. 100%. 50, <laughs> 50 doesn't come uh, but once. Time goes That's quick, true. man. It's almost 12 years ago. Believe that? That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I'm 62. I was right there. <laughs> that is, that's even crazier. It was a hell of a party, man. That helped. That it party was. went down in history. I love the new location in Palmdale, but I still have fond memories and kind of miss the Lancaster location. Obviously, it, it was yeah, exactly. Obviously, it wasn't better than the new one, but there was good memories there. Shit, I used to just stop by on the way home from work sometimes, just have sit at the bar and have a drink, and go home. You know, I tried to get that one back, but the landlord was always a douchebag. No, and yeah. he wanted like. He wanted, he didn't want us to do it. And then he, I said, I'll take three or four spots and make it one big spot. And the guy gave me a really ridiculous price. And I go, you're done. He's like, nah, I see you're successful now. How much do you want to fork over? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's got to be a tough part of the business. I want to get into something a little funny. I'm going to pivot a little bit because I, we have to bring some, what was your success? My success is, is, well, come on, bro. I mean, there's so much success being flung around here. Does it even matter? Yeah. Uh, my success was my plan B's, right? So like the contraceptive after, no, not Not that. that plan B. Okay. Similar, similar to Lenny, you know, I've also had, and you also, Mm -hmm. Uh, Nick, I've had always had a side hustle that that's just been me, right? Good. Uh, now, has it been to this to the level where it's a, you know a business bringing in income and, and employees and all that? No, but it's still I've had a side hustle, and to support that side hustle, I always had a, a plan B, and it's not easy to 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 maintain that plan B to have that that second thing going while the side hustle's going. Yeah, you're right. So uh, my my success is that I've been able to successfully maintain my plan B's and do well in those uh, and still be able to do all the side hustle, the fun stuff, the the little endeavors, the the adventures. Uh, I, I'm proud of myself for that, you know. Uh, hindsight, maybe you take a chance when you're younger, but in my case, it was one of those where I'm, I'm glad that I was able to keep the, the, the day job and be successful at those. I mean, 10 years at Lowe's and now 12 years at, at Northrop and still going. People thought I was going to re- just check out. And I said, no, I'm going to bang them for both ends. <laughs> bang, <laughs> and bang. And good for you. You and did I it. Did it. And, and it's and not easy it. to do, but you did it. And I tell you one thing, a lot of people were jealous of me over there. I for, bet. For doing that. Oh, yeah. And they thought I was like wiping my ass with 20s. <laughs> right. No. But it's a rough. Like, no, these are hundreds. These are, these are yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. rough business and taxes <laughs> in California take yeah. out a lot of people. Yeah. And the key thing is you got to have backup money. And that's one of the reasons why I always stayed there. So I could sleep better. The four hours I slept, at least I had a backup, backup funds. I don't know how you did it. Somebody in the chat says, what's the side hustle? They're asking you, Jason. Oh, I've had several. I owned a yoga studio. Uh, podcasting is one. We, we were very, very busy at a time. We had a Patreon and uh, music. It was the ma- main major one that I did where we were playing music and, and, and several bands and then also trying to, you know, trying to be a rock star back in the day. That's good. Um, is that Elements yeah. of Math or something? Or no, it was, uh, we had a pocket-sized room. I had Hoodwink. And then someone I was in a, a band bus. called Synth Circuit at one point. That was so dumb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tramps that band was Stereo. Awful. 
So, uh, yeah, lots of side hustles for me, but I want to get into this. I think this will be funny. We'll pivot real quick. Um, this is a, this is a, I'm going to ask you how you undress because it's going to reveal something about your personality. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a list and you tell me which one you do. Okay. Got it. Are you the haphazard undresser? Like you throw your clothes all over the place? Not really. No. I usually put them on the, the dryer. Okay. Depends on how drunk I am. So are you a meticulous undresser? Like you, you, you fold everything up and... No, I don't do that. No. Okay. Or do you shoes and socks first undresser? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, you guys are in that category. Okay. Slow undresser? Do you like do a little, little strippy thing for the for the wife, for the lady? Well, we have four kids in the house yeah, and a mother-in-law and my wife, my mother yeah. had died. Mm-hmm. I usually just get undressed in the laundry room. There you go. Uh, fast, fast undresser. Sorry about that. Fast undresser. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. So fast. So yeah. you're, you guys are shoes and socks first and fast undresser so far. Uh, jewelry off first. Do you take the jewelry off? I never off? take it off. No. Nah, don't take it off. Okay. Uh, never the same way undresser. No, I'm nah. the same way all the time. I'm pretty much. I'm, Pants I'm, and socks pretty it's much. It's never really the same for me. I mean, nah. obviously everybody takes their shoes off, but I don't always take my socks off first. My wife yells at me if I don't take my shoes off before I go on the carpet. Mm-hmm. That's so the I way we take, are. I usually take my shoes off, and then I'll take the pants off, and then I realize how ridiculous I look with socks still on, so I take those off. That's usually how it works. Yeah. Yeah. socks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking people who sleep with their socks on; those are called demons. That's well, what Mindy's yeah. a demon. Well, if after twenty hours of work, you don't want to see my socks. Yeah, you don't want to see my <laughs> socks. fucking paper mache. It's disgusting. <laughs> they stick. They're standing straight up. Is that a castro? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. yeah, you could hurt somebody with them. All right, so you guys are shoes and socks first. Um, let's see. You're you are a perfectionist. Yeah, because I'm a Gemini too. But you're also shy. I don't think that is either one of you. Uh, huh. I don't know. Len, you're a little quiet, though, Lenny. I'm a little Tell he's not. <laughs> people thought I, people um, thought I was dangerous. They wouldn't even tie in with me on another shift because how big I was. Yeah, and I, my New York personality. But I'm a nice guy. I'd give you the shirt off my I back. I never would have thought to talk to you honestly at work because I was always like, hey, you're a little, in, you're a little intimidating. But, oh, I believe that. Yeah, uh, not not the that's, face. Not that's the bad. Thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the fish face. Um, okay, I'll show you pictures of me when I was younger, and now I know why they didn't even talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're observant, dependable, intense, and think before making decisions. Absolutely. I think that's pretty yeah. much you guys. Without maybe the shyness, I think. Uh, All right, shy, Nick? Shy. Shy, I don't shy was, about it. Shy was in to, there. Yeah. I don't want to talk about. It. Very sensitive. Yeah. Man. So, so sensitive. Fast undresser. Uh, you're concerned about others and what they expect from you, but you're uh, worried about your, but you're worried about your own needs. Uh, you're a, you're family oriented. You and stay extremely busy. Holy shit, that's Lenny. You know what I said yeah. to my mother-in-law? We went to a, a New Moon Chinese restaurant in uh, Valencia, front well, the last Wednesday. And I had a hole in my pants because I'm a really down to earth guy. So she goes, <laughs> I'll patch your, your knee. And I go like this. I go, don't worry about it. It's in style now. <laughs> but that's one from being working at Northrop and always being on my left knee, especially on the Global Hawk. I was low airplane. So very down to earth. Never think of myself. Yeah, that's that. Th- this is pretty funny how that that's that's you guys. Uh, all right, so I do take my jewelry off. I don't really wear jewelry, but I'll just call a watch jewelry. I usually take oh, yeah. it off right when I get home. Uh, so if you take your rings, watch, etc., off before anything else, you're warm, thoughtful, sensitive, and romantic. Hmm. That's it. That's me. Uh, and I never so really, romantic, I never Jason. really undress the same way. I, honestly, I don't. Uh, shoes, obviously. 
Uh, but I'll, t- I'll like, ah, shirt, and then maybe pants later. Uh, so that I am curious, interesting. I'm an interesting person, and I enjoy a broad range of activities. That's true. Because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. So and gosh smart. darn it, people like me. That is true. I, I like these little I, you fun know, things. Being a Gemini is either I love you or I hate you. I don't relate because I'm an asparagus. <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> the age of asparagus. People get asparagus. scared when they hear you're a Gemini. Yeah. Because they're like, you got twins. I but tell you the truth, I don't have, it's no twins until somebody crosses me. There's a lot of fucking serial killer, killers that are Gemini too. I'm just well, letting you know. I could have been one. <laughs> I didn't know you were also an asparagus. I am an asparagus. <laughs> What's your birthday? Uh, it's a... Uh, Smells funny when I pee. That's, oh, uh, that's <laughs> it's uh, April 29th. I'm a Taurus. Yeah, you're not. Oh, you're the bull. You're not an asparagus. Yeah. I'm I dated bull. I've dated Taurus girls with a Gemini that won't work. <laughs> well, so you're saying we can't date, bro? Is that what you're saying? Fuck. It. it ain't happening. No Johnny Cakes? Is that what's not? No Johnny Cakes put over here? Bl- put a blonde wig on. I'll, I'll think about it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> at least give it a thought. Just give it a thought. You know, I always thought Sagittarius, like, you don't want to be that because that almost sounds like a venereal disease. I've accidentally said Vagitarius before, and I just stopped talking and started laughing. I've got some Sagittarius on my junk. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm a Vagitarius. All right, so what's it like being a dad, man? Oh, man. What's it like being a dad? I wanted to be here at 4.30, but I got here at 4.45 because she had a meltdown because I was leaving. Mm, Meltdown. She doesn't have meltdowns often, Mm, but oh, my God. Nick, is your wife on time all the time? Most of the time. Really? Yeah. You're lucky. (laughs) I do know this. Because my wife was 50 minutes late for the wedding. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit that's 50 crazy. minutes late and it was kind of like my big fat greek wedding yeah and uh there was like two rows of italians so you're using windex on everything and, no not that <laughs> if you remember the movie the groom had two rows of white white people mm-hmm. and then it was like 300 rows of greeks <laughs> that's how it was at my wedding are you greek or italian well after 32 years i think i got some greek in me mm. but full-blown Raised by Sicilians from Marcellus. Sicilian, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I got the ethnic, and my mother used to hold grudges too. So it's in, and my father, he tell you how it is. So I take after my family. But the Greeks are always happy, and the Italians hold grudges. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing I've always <laughs> been most, combination. the thing I've always been most envious about with Lenny too, as far as uh, the restaurant industry is obviously when you work in a corporate restaurant, entity like you know bj's olive garden whatever somebody is a total prick you're just like well i'm sorry you feel that way and you're in your head like i want to fucking kill you mm-hmm. this guy goes oh you don't like the salad well the salad don't like you get the fuck out of here and it fucking throws the salad, <laughs> salad and people are like can you do that he's like yeah you want to call corporate there is no fucking corporate get the fuck out of my restaurant it's my favorite thing ever i just love it oh uh, and if they don't like the food i said do me a favor don't ever come back here again yeah and yeah. if they do like the food, he's like, you should come back to the kitchen. You got to check out this cut of fish. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you give me a tour of the kitchen. <laughs> no one's got to see the walk in like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the best kitchen in the world. This oh, place. yeah. So what's a tantrum look like from, uh, I mean, I've seen. She, uh, she put her arms around my neck and mm. I tried to lift her up like I was joking with her, like I was exercising. And she was just bawling. Don't go, daddy. I need you. Uh, <laughs> I need Yeah, I need you. you. So I started trying to tickle oh, armpits. Man. And then she goes, no, don't do that. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's about to be six in October. So it's like, you know, she's just she never has a meltdown. It's just funny. Just today, she just decided I don't want you to go. And I'm like, I, I have I have to I have to go. I have, yeah. I have stuff to do. So was the Cal- only way was Callie home by then? No, she's still stuck at her fucking mm. wonderful job. Mm-hmm. But uh, I told her, I said, look, if you let go, you can sleep in our bed tonight. She's like, she put, she's still crying. But she's like, okay. Bribery. So, yeah. My bribery. kids, when they were small, 
I used to wake up because I used to work graveyard shift. I sleep with earplugs in my ears because the kids would oh, drive, oh, yeah. drive me crazy. Yeah. But I used to wake up with a wet diaper on my head or my face. Oh. Seriously. Daddy <laughs> has dreams about either cycling in Spain or... Um, so I was bragging all day today. I was like, yeah, you know, I was up late, but I still got everything done today. I'm going to sleep great tonight. Well, that's fucking out the window now because yeah. she makes an H shape in the bed. Oh, she's yeah. the middle stem You're where she's just like, I want to sleep like this and then backhands me in the face. That's cool. Yeah, the but it's great. Stem. You know, so, guys, that's the best time of your life. Oh, it is. You don't even know it. It is. Well, I don't have kids, so that's why we get to, I get to hear your stories about kids. But uh, what, 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 since you have full-grown kids right, right. now, obviously, uh, what was your favorite time of their lives age-wise? Like, when did you enjoy them the most, or is it now? You know, I enjoyed them more when they depended on me more. Mm. You know, and they were, when they were three to five years old, and the love, and they showed me so much love. You should see the... The Father's Day card. My birthday and Father's Day is a week apart. And the love that my oldest daughter, Catherine, and all that, I know all my kids dig me. Yeah. But the cards that she gave me for years ago, always, she's very artistic. And uh, she's just told me how much she loves me and what a great dad I am. And that shit means a lot to yeah. me. It's awesome. Yeah. Because you could be have all the money in the world. Yeah, I do. But every kid hates your guts. <laughs> or and this yeah. is a true fact and you need to know this you stick with your your wife all your kids love you for life mm -hmm. you screw your wife and you go for a, another next package <laughs> they're never gonna love you like they do now that's yeah. such great advice but we need to have you on here all the time every time you want me to come over i like this shit <laughs> you should wait till it gets like r-rated though when the mics are give off me another, drinks happen. give me two more doubles once the buttons start he's really not even wearing time. a shirt with buttons but he would and the buttons would get undone and be like this let me tell you what i really fucking think <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, that, one of the things with like northrop alone i never sold anybody out that's no. why i do i'm like the northrop caterer I do all the big events for Northrop, but not because what I did for Northrop, it's because of my heart and soul. Yeah. Anytime they asked me to do anything, I was there for them, and I have a reputation for being a straight shooter, and I would never sell you out. Yeah, yeah. that's a good reputation. So I wanna talk about being married. I think you're, yeah. you're a good person to have in the room. I think that your advice right there, I've given some, some pretty good advice, I think, when it comes to being married. Um, but I love that advice about making your wife your queen <clears throat> and having that as an example for your children. I think that's a beautiful thing. One of the things I think is a good tip for being married and making it last, uh, I haven't hit 32, close to 20, but um, I think laughter, man. I mean, one of the things that I truly, truly live for is to make my wife laugh. And, and also just to laugh together too. She's mm -hmm. funny. She makes me laugh as well, you know, which is in, in a lot of ways why we keep doing the podcast. We just love doing this po podcast yeah. together. Yeah. Mindy's fucking hilarious. She is. So do, do you agree with that? And, and, and do you have any, for instances Wonder, where, where that's happened for you? Well, exactly. Because that's funny because she said that because when I met my wife and we got engaged, she told my, I got engaged three dates later. I met my wife, she was 3,200 miles away from me. And I came back, I met her in Christmas, Christmas Eve. Took her out on Christmas Day. Split to go back to three, third, uh, Northrop Christmas triple time. Uh-huh, of course you did. I was a Of course you did. Mm -hmm. And we kept in touch on the phone, long distance romance. But then I came back, bought her up. Hey man, I bought her up 
$1,800 diamond necklace. Woo! And she, my mother-in-law was freaking out. He goes, this guy's serious. Okay? <laughs> but she told, He's in the mafia. She, told, she told my mother-in-law that He's perfect. He makes me laugh. <clears throat> and I do make a laugh. That and is that's it, very important to do is make your woman laugh. Yeah, you can you can uh you can really win a, yeah. a lady over with some laughter. It's true. Um, you know, like occasionally if we're fighting, I'll just pull my nuts out and she laughs because they're funny looking. They're freaking huge. And- <laughs> I ran out of the bathroom and just smacked her with it and then ran back in laughing. He not, not, he spicy. didn't do that to my wife. He did that to Callie. He didn't just, Does we, that don't, we don't yeah. mix. One of the good thing is, you know, <laughs> is choke, just squeezing the neck once in a while. Yeah, yeah right. Just get really violent. Like, but thing. I'm joking. That's a, so you know you could kill her if you like, but you're not going to, yeah. you know you're the man. This is what I could do. Just letting you know. Yeah. You know. It got dark really fast. It did. It did really did. did. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Uh, I want to I want to talk about this because we we do we do uh, it is sort of a theme. It's been a theme lately with this podcast, talking about uh, what the experiences were like last year uh, going through COVID. Um, I did see you guys on a video that was uh, a guy that was doing a video on uh, a little I don't know what you would call it, but he, he was I, he was doing a video on that was local, George. Yeah, he was doing something on. Uh, local spots he, he covered here and he was in the LA area as well. And your, your place was one of them. And he was talking to you guys, your, you and your family about what it's like and what they're putting you through with exactly. all these uh, ordinances. Um, so I did hear some of that and I, I thought it was super interesting hearing from you guys. What was that like for you? First of all, what was it like? We, I'm sure it was similar to many other people, but also how did you how did you survive? I know you're a, a, a business that's been around for a while, so you had way more of a leg up than maybe others, but how did you survive it? This is how we did it. I had one employee in the front, one in the back, and me and my wife handled everything. It was wow. demanding and it was very stressful and I had like no payroll, yeah. especially with to-go's <clears throat> and uh, very stressful. And I was always thinking, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? After all the investments, look at the building. You know how much nerve it took just to get that building? When I bought my building, no banks wanted to give me a loan because those two bankrupt, bank-owned buildings next Mm -hmm. to me. And they go, why would I give you a loan when they failed? I'm like, I'm not them. I'm not on the border. Yeah, exactly. And it was really hard mentally Right. Yeah. So what, what you're talking about is, uh, and just paint a picture for the listener, uh, where, where Fresco two is, it's by the mall. And I imagine that it's probably a little bit more expensive to have a pro- to have some place that's by the mall. And also what you're talking about is there's failed businesses right around where you are and they're still what, mm-hmm. failed. Some well, of them. Thank a- God empty. that, thank God that Dave's barbecue is going to be open on pure 88. 88 yeah. This is after it was a fire and, uh, I was there and then the Ginza, Buffet. Yeah. Oh my God. It wasn't a place. buffet, but the next one was Hibachi Grill. Oh, that was garbage. Horrible. That, the health department shut them down and it just disappeared. So, uh, let me so can right I tell now. you a story about that place? We, we're like, okay, well, let's try something different. You know, these are our, we, we go and do, do that occasionally with our friends and we're like, let's go try something different. And, and we're like, well, they might, they might be good. So we went in there. First of all, when you walk in there, you're like, whoa, where are we? It, it was just shitty, sticky. Yeah. Er, everything just felt sticky. The first thing I said was, do you serve alcohol? I said, no. I said, thank you very much. <laughs> and then you hey, walked away. Yeah, I would say one thing. When they took the bar out, it was like an insult to me. I was, I was going to buy the building. Oh, and then wow. I see them take the bar out. I'm like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> I was a witness to everything. So anyway, Mindy went into the bathroom. It was either Mindy or yeah, I think it was Mindy went into the bathroom and uh, there was, there was just shit all over the toilet and it, uh, it was just, out, we were like, was it like the park really bathroom I described off. in the yeah. previous podcast? Imagine it was probably sent, felt very, very similar. PTSD from park bathrooms. Assless. So you guys just stripped it down to the bare minimum. Um, now, did you lose some good people in that process? Were you able to hire most of the people back? Did Are you, you back to full tell staff? Tell you the truth, I got rid of a lot of problems. Yeah. And now <laughs> the people that I have are hustlers and they mean business. Yeah. So the it kind of resolved the itself. Kitchen, yeah. The kitchen staff I have is really good but it's a trying experience and but our, i could tell you something funny about the ginza thing if you want please to. tell because us anything i funny. want i i bid it on that building and my wife was like are you crazy so i did the business plan and i had it for 1.4 million that's a six million dollar deal and my wife they had i had the keys and i was getting ready to submit the business plan and i was going to do like benny hana with geisha girls, do it really classy, Mai Tais, the whole deal, right? So my wife goes, I asked you a question. What are you going to name it? I go, I got a great name. And she goes, what's that? I go, Lenny Hanna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. And she goes, oh, there's a lawsuit ready I to happen. <laughs> Lenny Can you do Hanna. any of that flare shit? Can you make the onion a volcano? <laughs> I can do it. Fuck yeah. That's That would be pretty funny. And then, yeah. then somebody came in, and the girl goes, Oriental girl, she goes, this guy was showing it to other people, but I he accepted my offer. And this Chinese girl goes, if you buy a restaurant, will you use equipment? And I go, it's fully equipped. The guy calls me up and goes, hey, they sold the restaurant. And you see the sign says 10,000 square foot restaurant, fully equipped. The bitch didn't even know <laughs> if they were going to use the equipment. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, that one went to shit. Yeah, that's too bad. It is too bad. And But you guys are still there. You've been there how long now? 12 years in 12 that location, years. 10 years, and Ellen 20th have been in business for 22 years. That's, That's incredible. Awesome. That's incredible. So 12 years in an area where others have failed right around you. Some of them were even like major chains. I wasn't, wasn't uh, south of the border, whatever, what's it called? On the border, the border was the, border. the building. And I made it Tex-Mex into Mediterranean. Uh, oh, that's yeah. where you, it, it used was to be awful that. food gotcha. and actually decent drinks. Like the, the watermelon buckets. margaritas. They were good. Yeah, they were good. That was the only thing that was really good there. Those drinks though were fantastic. You know why it was a piece of shit? Mm. Because the owner was a piece of shit. No, that's usually how yeah. it goes. He sued me to, he no, didn't really. want me to buy the building. Wow. Cost wow. me 40,000, threw in a trash can and lit on fire. That's what the, <laughs> the results was. <laughs> it was a joke. So, all right, well, let's get into, uh, let's get into trivia. You want to do some trivia? I guess. Are you let's sure? Let's bring up that segment that I'm awesome at, apparently. Oh, uh, and then I, then I dropped it out. What a I want you to hear Rogue guy. Band. Any more questions with the audience? What? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing just, in there. They're kind of hanging out. Yeah. We'll talk a little more, too, about, uh, uh, hang on one second. Let me find my trivia here. I, I wanted to say one thing. Mm -hmm. I got into a little argument with my wife today. Oh, mm -hmm. for coming here? Uh -oh. No. Oh, good. Just for being an asshole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just for being a Lenny. Yeah, and yeah. I want to say, Lee, I love you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I just love how he's quivering. He's like, I'm sorry. Have you talked to her <laughs> since then? <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you talked to her since Yeah, then? and I, I sent her a text message. You know, reply, of course. Yeah, she's nice. still pissed at you. So It's okay. Look what you did. Look I'm what trying, you did. I'm trying to help her out. Well, once this is over, we'll send you the link after it gets uploaded. I mean, it's Let's live right now. Send but. it to Leah. You got a number. Yeah. 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 Tell her to yeah. listen at about 50 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She'll listen she, to the whole thing. That's what she is. <laughs> oh yeah. But All I right. want to give a hype. I want to say something about my wife Please. too. 
She started the business in 99 with another partner, and it was a disaster. And I just didn't want to be in the restaurant business. I was a Northrop guy. And because of her disaster partner, I took over and I went into a freaking hurricane for my wife to, to spoil her yeah. and to make sure the product was right. So my wife was the original owner of Fresco 2. But daddy came in to save her ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that just that just washed away Fuck your apology yeah, right there. I think mine. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> just, yeah, daddy. So credit to you for starting it. Hi, Angie. Uh, uh, all right, let's get into this. Fucking trivia. This is not me. He just found random organ music. So I had to, I had to mute it because I'm getting all these texts and it's coming through on the. Yeah, I could see that. Thanks. So hopefully we don't get it. So it's not me this time that forgot to mute something. Well, no, so. and then I muted it, and then now, but I need it on. It's okay. Just you say you, you messed up. It's fine. This I, is I, your failure today, apparently. Huh. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get into failures yet. No, but we will, because it's probably going to be your. Tri- it's probably going to be the trivia for you. I hope my boss Terry is listening because he, I have. When a we great get into Isaac story. stories, oh, we'll tell the Isaac story. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good failure story. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on that. That'll be my failure. Give story. me a drink. So, in an effort. To uh, uh, cocktails, Nick. Stay yeah, on, thanks. Stay oh, on time want. here, because yeah. Nick, Nick's the one that's demanding of our time. He has to leave. Uh, so thanks for that, Nick. Uh, we'll just do about maybe five to twenty-six questions. That's fine. We'll be in that range. Is that okay? Five. You're to a tw- dick. <laughs> All right. Fine. So first question here. So the way we do it is your name is your buzzer. You say your name to chime in before your opponent, Nick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> If you know the answer. And if we both screw it up, what happens? I'm going to lose big time. I win. I get a point. Big time, I'm losing. Keep track of your own scores, okay? The That's United, where I lose. The United, a piece of paper? Yeah, right. I'm not good at lists. <laughs> I need a check mark. <laughs> you take care of that, please. <laughs> uh, the United States Supreme Court ruled 6-3 to three on May 26, 1998 that Ellis Island is part of which U.S. state? Nick. Mm. New York. Incorrect, I just want to say it like Lenny. New York. I would have said New York, too. Is it A, Delaware, B, Connecticut, C, New York, or D, New Jersey? I would say New Jersey. That is correct. Put a check mark next to your name. Fucking so smart. Nice job there. Fucking smart. Uh, Polly Walnuts over here. (laughs) Fucking New Jersey. Fucking Nick Nick Cupcakes. (laughs) Johnny No, it was really coffee cake. Coffee cake face. (laughs) Is that an inside? Thing? It's it was, a Sopranos it thing. Was oh, okay. it was, no, it was the Goodfellas. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Goodfellas. Was, uh, My favorite still casino. Frankie, no, it was Frankie Whispers and what was Joey Cupcake? They always had ridiculous no, coffee fucking... Cake, coffee cake. Yeah. Because he had puck marks in his they face. They always had ridiculous mobster names like Big Hands Joe. Like, why has they he got did. big hands? And it's totally opposite because he's got little hands. Like, I like what the Frankie, fuck is going on here? I like Frankie Whispers myself. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like rap music, basically. You got like the 300-pound, you know, rapper, and it's like, what's his name? Tiny. What the f- <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah. Next question. How many toes does a cat have on each of it of its hind paws? Hmm. <laughs> is it A, 4, B, 6, C, 3, or D, 5? I'd say 6. I'm going to say four. All right. We're doing it like that, huh? Remember yeah. your name was your buzzer. Neither, neither of you I did know, that. I know. We didn't. We're like, fuck that. All right. Well, Nick, you got it. Yeah. Well, it's it four? four. Angie guessed five. And I looked at that and I was tempted, Angie. But I was five like, was oh. five would have been a good answer. Yeah. Too. I think <laughs> you know what wouldn't have been a good answer? Six. <laughs> like, like what I said. <laughs> three. I'm a little retarded. I can't help. <laughs> really, three or six wouldn't have been great. So, yeah, yeah, you guys were on the right track. Five was the answer? 
Four. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I remember your name is your buzzer. China and what other country border the landlocked sovereign state of Mongolia? Is it A, Russia, B, Kazakhstan, uh, C, North Korea, or D, Afghanistan? Nick. Nick. Russia. It is Russia. Correct. It is Russia. Is, is there a new country called Russia? You're a smart bastard. <laughs> it is, Thank you so much. It is Russia. <laughs> what actor played the Hobbit... Samwise Gamgee. Nick. Mm-hmm. Sean Astin. Mm-hmm. This guy's not good, huh? That's my brother. My brother's like, his his email is Samwise. I didn't even know what you were talking about. I could kick my, I've kicked the door open to my brother's room one time when he was reading J.R.L. Tolkien and threw a broom down and said, you shall not pack, because I'm just making fun of him. Yeah. I'm at home a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at home a lot. I don't go out. <laughs> I drink and I know things. <laughs> what two colors, when mixed together, form the color orange? Nick, mm. red and yellow. Incorrect. What? Is it A, yellow and green, B, red and white, C, blue and red, or what Nick said, red and yellow? I Lenny, thought, what you got? I think it was red and yellow. He said red and yellow, which was incorrect. Okay, so, so what was the other one? Uh, you've got yellow and green, red and white, or blue and red. Let's go blue and red. Incorrect. It is red and white. That make orange? Orange. You just take a little bit of yeah, the red take out. Take a little of the red out. Oh, That's a good one. That's a bullshit answer. That's mm-hmm. not true at all. We both failed. Don't exactly. ever paint my house. I, yeah. I wanted orange. This is fucking pink. It's pink. <laughs> I should know that because my wife painted it Burmese gold, and I called her up and I asked her, what the, I, mean, I had a good question for you. Is my name Bubbles the Clown? <laughs> and it's kind of like a Mediterranean color, but I hate it. That's hilarious. And my mother-in-law goes, you have to paint the house again. I go, talk to your daughter. Your house is very easy to find. I'll give you that. Big time. Yeah. I'll see it and I'm like, there's Lenny's house. Callie's like, oh, I know. I had a neighbor tell me, I love what you did to the house, but who the fuck picked the color? <laughs> Yeah, or you could tell they're lying when they say the color. Like, I love the color. That would be even funnier. <laughs> it would be even funnier if that's the only thing you did to your house. Yeah, what happened? You did to your house, but who picked the color? Nope. Uh, that's the only thing we did was paint. Yeah, son you was, hate what my we son did with was really house. small, and she, he goes, Daddy, I like the color. <laughs> so I go like this. I'm going to call your mother. And, she, and I call her up, and she goes, Hi, honey. I go, Hey, I got one question to you. Does Bubbles the Cloud live here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you could literally say, you know, someone goes, oh, that's an interesting paint color. Yeah, it frightens children. And oh, you're not joking. I'm being honest with you. Yeah. You got to redo it. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> but your your son was young. So how long has it been that color? I bought the house in 2002. That was my second home. And uh, it's been that way for shit, 15 years. Oh, at least. man. You got to redo it soon. Yeah. But it looks, still yeah. looks cool. But it's not what I want. I got you. I was going to do like white and black or something, white and dark gray or something. There you go. All right. Yeah. I like so that. It's a nice home. Last question. Yeah. One of Johnny Depp's earliest film roles was a private gator learner in what Academy Award winning war film? It's a good one. Do we have a multiple choice? Was it, <laughs> was it A, Born on the Fourth of July, B, Platoon, C, Full Metal Jacket, or D, Apocalypse Now? Nick. A. That's it. No. Incorrect. Okay. I'd say D. Incorrect. I'm going to give him the D. Platoon. Oh, I didn't even know he was in that movie. Not me either. Platoon. And uh, final scores are Nick had three, I had two, Lenny, you got one. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking done. I'm <laughs> nice fucking done. Jobs. What was his first major film role? 
Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's right. Got pulled in the bed and yeah, then turned yeah. into soup pretty much. <laughs> These dwarves destroyed him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy pulled him into the dream world and threw him up all over the ceiling. I thought he was when he was playing the high school kid. Yeah, he was. Congratulations, yeah. Nick. Thank you. Yeah, he had one of those stupid little football midriffs. Get the I think band he should deserve to die if you were one of those anyway, so. So. Well, shoot. Uh, let's talk about failure real quick. And uh, You go first. Ooh. You go first this time. You go first. I don't even think I put anything on here, dude. Oh, then you no, fucking you failed. Success, that's why. Now, you know what? Lenny, go first. My failure is that I didn't think about a failure. No, that ain't going to work. You got time to think. Well, he's, you know. The only, the only <laughs> failure I could say was when I had to, had to close the marina. I loved, the, I loved being out in Ventura, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was I nice. Wanna, I'll have to tell you the whole story quick, but just I'll tell you why I had to close it. If you had a new landlord. And the nationalities were Persian, Iranian, Jew. Mm-hmm. Put that in a blender with a banana. Mm-hmm. Then you'll know why I closed it. <laughs> it was a disaster, and I was forced to close the restaurant down because of a new landlord in the shopping center. And that was, to me, it was a failure. Mm. But everything else now, was now, very successful. What would have made it a success, though? I mean, if it's not a good working relationship, then it might have been a success to walk away. I walked away because I didn't want him on my nipple anymore. Mm. Done. He was done. Which nipple was he on? He was on my right nipple. I my was favorite on, one. I was on the other one. Preferred, no. <laughs> I just didn't. And, you know, it came down to, like, when everybody, five years was up, he doubled the rent. They left. Then they came to me, and my restaurant was very successful, and they doubled my rent like four dollars a square foot times Oof. that by 61 hundred twenty six thousand and the guy goes and i want it the first day of the month and i go is there anything else you need and i go this shit ain't happening so so what was, was your your lease was up then yeah i had to, had to redo the lease double for another it. five years that's not and, a good business piece of shit doubled it and that's what i was telling you i was going to that other harbor restaurant and then the director of Ventura Harbor screwed the Graffio family after two years doing all the blueprints, getting it all done up. And then the rat bastard just uh, retired and uh, he shouldn't have even been there. We would have had it open. It was beautiful. 10,000 square feet on the harbor. Wow. Two-story restaurant. I, was, I got a loan for $2 million. I had it approved and I walked away. Do you consider that to be a failure or that led to... I think I consider Ventura having a failure. Yeah. Because Fresco and the whole family were definitely great operators and they did that to themselves. Yeah, they failed. They failed in that regard. They they lost something that was already successful. That's hard to come by. I mean, that's if you've already got something that's successful and it's making you money, you're going you're gonna to do that to them? Yeah, but I would have did it and I know I would have worked my life away doing it but i wanted to do it because it was cool it was right on the hall yeah it was beautiful and it had 12 boat slips it was Mm -hmm. dark beautiful place great location i wish i would have gone there i never had the opportunity the bar was 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 nearest to the harbor so you could walk right out and you're right there it was pretty cool if you would have seen the second one that i was going to do out there, oh really that's the one i'm telling you my other one that was you, you couldn't even park your boat and go into my restaurant this one would have been you park your boat, oh. you go up the ramp, you're in the bar. That's so cool. I would have been singing boats and hose and just boats crashed and right hose, into the, the harbor. I, imagine. I said, <laughs> get loaded and fall off the dock. Yeah. 
So what is your failure, Nick? So mine's uh, not restaurant related, but it is mm. job related. Mm. Um, I hope my boss is listening because I did tell him I was going to tell this story. Mm. I've asked you a few times if I told the golf cart story, but then I always tell something else. So you uh, have told the golf cart story. I did. Yes. Son of a bitch. There's yeah, my back, failure. You backed into one of the. You backed into one of the I newer into the vehicles. Truck. Yeah. yeah. Did I just tell you that, or did I tell on the podcast? Oh yeah. Oh no, I believe you told it on the podcast. Oh okay. Well then, never mind then. Don't worry about. It. We'll tell. We'll talk to them. Tell me about it later. Yeah, That's I'll fine. tell. No, I'll tell you about I'll it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Funny. I got one. I got okay, a decent. You go first. I remember and one. I'll have another one. One of my first jobs, uh, I worked at a, a at a feed store. So I, mm. I I loaded the hay. I helped deliver it and stuff like that. And you know, I think I was. I think I was 17. I had my license at the time, but uh, they they and they trusted me once, only once, to back that the big truck up to the hay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I got in. I was nervous, but I got in. I'm doing my thing, and uh, as I was backing up, I backed into a lady's Lexus. Oh, oh. Back corner messed the Lexus up. It was pretty bad. Felt like shit. I was, uh, you know, a little kid. I'm 17, dude. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm so shit sorry. Happens. Insurance, yeah, they covered it and everything. But it was, it was a thing, and I loved that job. It was a fun job. But I didn't get fired, of course. With those accidents happened. They shouldn't yes. have put a 17 year old behind the wheel. Yeah, really, their fault. I remember back in uh, the early days at Northrop, and I was really strong. I was like a gorilla without a tail. Yeah, a little tail. And I had to put a bench, a wooden bench, into a pickup truck, and I threw it right through the, the back window. <laughs> Hulk oh, smash! I pushed it right through the... <laughs> Hulk smash! And I, I Lenny turns the, green, <laughs> it gets really weird, and all of a sudden, Lou Frigno's there. You have no fucking yeah. idea what happened. I just didn't know. I think I pushed a little too hard. <laughs> yeah. Now, now they have the... Now they're smart. They've got the uh, those protectors on the back. Exactly. They have didn't to, have that back in those days. <laughs> no. <laughs> on the back of the I windows. just remembered something, because okay, I literally good. have to dig into the library of well, the yeah, stuff that you keeps you awake at night. You don't lose fail a, much. Lose a section. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did I fucking do that? That was the worst thing. You ever ruin somebody's surprise? That's one of the worst feelings oh. in the oh. fucking world. Yeah. I just remembered. I'm like, oh, this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I remember... <laughs> Uh, Jake's wife's uh, dad, right? He was at the bar at Olive Garden, and I remember they were getting ready to take him to a movie. I think it was a really bad movie, like fucking Green Lantern or something. But he didn't know they were taking him, and I just asked her, I said, you know, oh, what are you doing for... She goes, oh, we're just taking my dad to uh, Green Lantern. You know, he's Ugh. he's here. We're going to do that afterwards. But you didn't know like, a surprise okay. then. I don't think I did. If I did, I wasn't listening. So yeah, it yeah, fucking yeah. doesn't matter. But you did. But I was like, hey, man, I hope you have fun at the movie. And he's like, what movie? And the, I just got the fucking dagger oh, yeah, look yeah, from yeah, both yeah. females. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that, you know, Eddie Murphy raw look. <laughs> Immediately. Mm-hmm. Just that fucking look. And I was like this. I want to die. I want to die. It's <laughs> like, I'm fucking done. I just want to disappear into the fucking ground. That, or, that, you know. bad. that ain't that bad. But it's one of those things where you're like, man, I fucking... You and, know. Uh, but, and you know, he acted off. Like, he played it off. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought you were going to the movies. And I walked away. He's like, oh, no, I'm not. I know. I'm definitely not going to the movies. Like, you knew he just fucking... Was being nice. Yeah, we, it was are horrible. We going to talk about Jake too? Yeah. If you want to talk about it, I get, I was one time we were loaded. I think it was the birthday party of mine, and all the girls were like, "He's making fun of me. He's talking shit." Jake. Oh right? yeah. So I go, I dare you to punch him in the face. Oh. We were shit. loaded. <laughs> and Christy, Christy Boyer. Yeah. Punched him right in the face. <laughs> That's just one Jake story. I gotta keep on going. What on about this. Isaac? Yeah, creme let's brulee. Talk, Would let, you have Isaac make your creme brulee? Okay, Isaac, he goes to me because I was always stressed out <laughs> for years. I don't know. My whole life. Story. My whole fucking life. And uh, he goes, go to the gym, man. We got this shit. Don't worry about it. And I go, I can go to the gym? He goes, yeah, go now, to the gym. And then that's, that's where he never went to the gym again, probably. Yeah. This is where so listen, so <laughs> I go to the gym. I come back, and it's like 
four fire trucks. The whole place <laughs> was they they came in and they was the whole place was burnt up. The whole kitchen, the hallway. Oh and what, fuck. what Isaac did, that fucking idiot, <laughs> what he did was he did a creme brulee and they left cardboard boxes near the torch. Yeah. And it caught everything on fire and the whole place was engulfed the hallway. And I actually threw my gym bag at him. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> the thing piece is, of shit, go to the fucking gym. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that he always jokes around about, too, is every time he's mentioned, he goes, well, to my to my credit, it was a really dangerous area to have a blowtorch. And I'm like, then why did you put it in there? He's like, that's a good question. Because no, these then, lazy pieces of shit wouldn't throw the boxes out. Yeah, or, And yeah. they were right there by a freaking, you know, a little table. Doing crambolets, doing the sugar. The oh, one thing I knew he wasn't lying about that was like totally you to a T with his story too. He was like, you know what I think saved my life? And he put it that way. And I was like, what? He goes, Lenny goes, you fucking do this? And he goes, yeah, I fucking did this. And then he just, he's all, Lenny was just kind of stumped. Like, he's like, well, what? You admitted it. You didn't lie. I got nothing. <laughs> you lied, I would have choked him out. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, fucking right, get out. Don't he's worry like, about it. Get some paint. Yeah, he's like, you almost burned my restaurant. I still love you. Yeah, Isaac, <laughs> Isaac is the, the trip. He's now, my old, old friend. Oh, did, I love did him. You, did you keep him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Isaac was, a, he was he's a good kid, man. And his whole family are beautiful people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he is, he's one of my favorite people, that's for sure. Yeah. Who do we have in the future on the podcast? We need now that we've talked about him. He might might need to be next. He I might. did mention that we may we may have somebody next, but maybe he should be Just next. Tell him Let's tell him stories out. about me. I know he's got a few. Oh yeah, yeah. He's also got other serving stories that are pretty hilarious too. Yeah, serving, serving. Yeah, but he was kid. perfect because if somebody was stressed out, he'd just start laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or when he tells you the stressful parts of his life, but he somehow makes it sound like a comedy. I tell you another Isaac story. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so I killed someone on the way to work. Today. I had to be a, <laughs> I had to be at work like, like what? I had to be at work at like two o'clock in the morning. And he used to live like the, down the block from my my second home, and all of a sudden, he, I hear, eh, ah, boom, <laughs> and I go, man, it's a freaking accident because I have a deck right behind my master bedroom, and then I hear that Isaac got arrested for being a boozola head, <laughs> and he hit, he didn't he didn't stop at the stop sign. This was years and, and years uh, ago. And that's when he was going had to do a little time. And I, he was working for me, and I said, do me yourself a favor. Take those little bitch earrings out, and you're going to be raped when you're locked up. <laughs> I forgot he had earrings. So did I at one time. Yeah, that was kind of why the I took loops. my earrings out because I looked like an MTV VJ. Yeah. It was awful. I yeah. was like, well, I had the soul patch, too. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, yeah, but they ended right up out. releasing them early because they had no room for them. Yeah. <sighs> How lucky was he? But he had three, it was the three yeah. strike thing, I think, or five DVDs. I got too many musician like friends that have been in that exact same scenario. It's kind of like a Nick Jones thing. Oh, uh, I always took his keys from him. Yeah. And then he'd run, grab the keys and drive. Yeah, Nick's really, really confident and has been with that stuff in the past. Well, everybody was in the past. You know what I mean? You got to be careful. You yeah. do. And I'm very blessed because I drove home on one leg a couple of times. Oh, yeah. I'm no saint. Shoot. That was, uh, I've dodged many a bullet when I was younger. My 20s were filled with bad decisions that somehow I just skated right on by. I think no, I think none of us are proud of, of that, but but yeah. it's true of all of us. I've, yeah. I've done the same. Um, so who are our future That's guests? a good failure story that I might save for the next time. When yeah. I I don't like talking about driving drunk stories, but that's one of them. Then it was. You mean you'll talk great. about shitting your pants? But yeah, but driving, you know, people don't like to hear that shit because you know there's a lot of there's a lot of you know. Lot yeah, of, of course. One guy in New York died. told me he said if you're gonna drive drunk, drive fast. That makes no That's sense. That's like the at worst all. advice you <laughs> can give. Advice. I know. It makes no yeah, the sense. Best advice at all. Was if you're gonna drive drunk, just make sure you're not in the in the car. Like, yeah. like okay, that doesn't make sense either, but that's yeah. better advice. Yeah, if you're gonna drive drunk, don't drive drunk. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But when you get older, you think about all the 
all the responsibilities you mm-hmm. got. You gotta yeah, exactly. Do it. You can't do it. You got kids, family. Yeah. Uber's so cheap too. So now they didn't have that back in those days. No. Future guests, <laughs> the eighties. No. Taxi. We're we're thinking. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, guys, but future guests, we're thinking. We've got a couple ideas. We don't have anything anything solid. I or think we do yet, actually. But, I didn't know the big guest you mentioned was the one that we were going to have for sure, but James Graves. A high school friend just released a new album. Oh, yeah, yeah, James. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he just started a new uh, thing at Lucky Luke's we'll talk about, I guess. Ooh, for, okay. Uh, it's like a country. songwriter's thing. Is that yeah, the guy you introduced me to? Yeah, exactly. I want to still, I'd love to have him if yeah. you set it up. Yeah, absolutely. He'd be He'd be thrilled. Um, he loves keeping his a lot of stuff on his plate for music and whatnot. So absolutely. So we want to thank you a lot, Lenny. For, oh, yeah. For, I had a great for, time. You, yeah, this, this was is fun. dangerous. Very this is like my third drink. <laughs> Nick the bartender is unbelievable. Yeah, he's a good bartender. He wiped out at least a... Something about bartenders named Nick. I don't know what it is. It comes, but, uh, it's in the blood. Mm-hmm. Really had a good time with you. Very relaxed. Good conversations. Different than a lot of our other sh- other shows, which oh, I, yeah. I appreciated that. A lot of great Thank stories. Thank, Thank you for sharing. Oh, yeah. I know you can't capture everything that we want to discuss in one podcast, so we might have to have you back on. So, yeah. Which I think we could can I do say that. one thing? Sure. Let's just say all the people that haven't been at Fresco in a while, come back and check it out. Please. Oh, yeah. And the Raven's Nest is world class. And you were talking when you came in about you know music and whatnot. We'll be back. We're yeah, just I want to bring up. some uh, new entertainment in. And uh, if you have anybody that's listening right now, if you want to call me, 661-209-4423, and I'd love to meet him. That's your cell. That's my cell. You can call me direct. Because you could could have said 661-947-6677. Yeah, I know, but I'm not doing that. You can call me direct. I know. I one just time, remember numbers one time, like Rain Man. One time, and then I block you if you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, just we have audio artisan on there, and you'll be like, just hey, just do me a favor, keep it down because it's the dinner hour. Then as soon as he walks away, I'll be like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But That's yeah, true. please, please. I know this goes out to more than just local people, but if you're local. You know, everything's open back up again and we're able to go out and enjoy our lives again. So let's do these folks a favor who are putting themselves out there and owning businesses and and spend some of our money there because, you know, they're trying to get back into what is it back into the black? Back into the they're in the black. They're trying to get they're getting trying to get into the black. That's why they call it Black Friday. Yeah. So they're trying to get back into the black and we we can help one meal at a time, one drink at a time. Yeah, even so. if it's not meals, one of the best date nights I've ever had was at Fresco, just chilling in the bar, having appetizers and drinks. Uh, for sure. You. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and we try really hard. And oh, all yeah. that little bit helps. And you, you can see how, I mean, in Lenny's case, it's a family owned business. They've been doing it for years. They put their heart into this. You can see it uh, in the restaurants when you go there. Uh, so please support local businesses. And if you Thank don't, you. if you Jason. don't live in this Valley, support your local businesses wherever you are, because they're probably experiencing the same exact thing. So thank yeah. you, Lenny, for sharing your stories. We're going to have you Lynn. back Let's on. Cause I, I feel like we haven't, we haven't even touched the surface yet. So maybe we'll bring your wife on yes. here too. Oh I yeah. That'd be I think there's more great. to talk about your kids. Maybe we could talk about Raven's nest again in the future. Uh, so we'll, we'll be in touch you for should, sure. You should call Amelia up or Catherine to come over and do a little broadcast. They would cool. probably enjoy it. And, and, yeah. and it'd be cool to have you in as well, just to give them shit. I'd yeah. like to see you give them shit as their dad. Just give them some shit. Yeah. It's the truth. I'll usually come in for a cocktail, like the end of the night. Yeah. I don't do nothing. <laughs> now, uh, now Jesse from, uh, I don't know if you know Jesse Davidson. He was actually in the uh, Audio Artisan block party, but he was the other bassist as well. Okay. He's in Rogue. <clears throat> um, okay. It's an all original band. Mm-hmm. They would actually be great at Fresco too, if you wanted any original bands. But mm-hmm. he sent you the details as he, far as the band stuff. So he did. I can you read can, that. You can read that. But this is an excellent band full of a lot of friends uh, and 
very, very different kind of unique stuff going on in the AV when you hear this stuff. So. so I'll read this passage. The phrase burning the midnight oil isn't just an old expression. It is a, a rite of passage as emerging artists. The crucial moments happen when this, oh, this is kind of poetic. So we're going we're gonna to have some fun with this. Uh, the crucial moments happen when the sun goes down after crossing paths in late night college music classes. Casey, uh, is it Jaeger or Jaeger? Jaeger mm-hmm. uh, is the lead vocalist, and Dylan Gonzalez is on guitar, bonded over a shared love for songwriting and coffee shop gigs. A duo wasn't enough. They wanted a band and sought the help of friend Tyler Otis, who's on keys mm-hmm. in what would become the or- origin of Rogue upon being selected to perform a 30-minute set at the local open mic spot. Casey enlisted the help of other friends, plus uh, David Hudrick, David Hodrick, Hodrick, sorry, David, uh, to perform a song. imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> and they started performing together. The uh, the high from that initial gig was so tremendous. They continued the magic by recording their original material. Two months later, David was hanging out with his best friend Jesse Davidson, uh, baby who was cakes on, on bass. Yeah. Uh, in the wee hours of the morning, by chance, their demo began to emanate through the car speakers. Uh, flabbergasted by it, Jesse wanted to join that instant. Fatefully, the group still needed a bassist. So they got they go. got their bassist. From that moment on, it was so. After their first show at a Voodoo Vinyl, oh, I've played there yep. in Lancaster, California. Not there no more, by the way, is yeah, it? Yeah, I think it is. Is it still there? Yeah. Uh, that's the that's the one on Lancaster. Is that Lancaster mm-hmm. Boulevard? Okay, because I, then I haven't played there. They had their CD release at uh, American Legion. Okay, nice, nice. Awesome. Uh, they did that on February 10th, 2018. Rogue uh, hasn't looked back. Since then, they have their sound with the release of their debut EP, Wasted Heart, in December of 2019, mixed by Chris Constable. I know Chris. Yep. Uh, and then there's some other folks here. Uh, Kamasi Washington, Fitz and the Tantrums, Harper Simon. That's the, mm-hmm. I guess that's his arsenal of people that he's uh, worked with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mastered by Pete Lehman. He did Brandy, Charlie, Stur- Sturgill Simpson, and Rival Sons. So uh, here is the song. Thanks for listening, by everybody. Rogue. And, and thank you guys. Bu- thank you, Antelope Valley, too, for yeah. all the support. Absolutely. And thank you for, for tuning in to the show. Wasted Heart is the name of the song. Hope you enjoy. See you in a couple weeks. <laughs>